Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12.55 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Oilers Now, where guests receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Brendan Connolly was down today for our event at Chorus. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse. Great place for a Christmas party. Shortly, we'll be announcing their Christmas hours, which will include lunch. 99.90 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that Oilers Now sent you. Every Friday on our show, courtesy of the River Cree Resort and Casino from NHL Hockey and Rogers. One of their lead analysts, Elliot Friedman, joins us. And he is today's Oilers Now headliner for Touchback Safety. Your safety's their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Hello. Oh, wait a sec here. I got to hit the, this button. I think I got the right button there. Elliot, how you doing? Boy, I'm the headliner. I better be good today. Yep. Uh, anything happened in your place over the last week? No. Why do you ask? Oh, you know, just wondering. <laughs> it's been quite a week, I'll tell you. Yeah. Quite a week. We had yep. Ber- Berkey on last week. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, can you uh, neither confirm nor deny that uh, you are going to be Don Cherry's replacement in that slot? Uh, I'll deny that one. I can assure you, I don't know, you know, I don't know what we have planned, to be perfectly honest. Um you know, honestly, Bob, in weeks like this, like, did you ever see the the, the NFL films thing on the Patriots? Do your job. Yes. Do so your this job. Is the week, this is the week I think that you do your job, right? Yeah. Like you you let your bosses know that whatever they need, I'll help you with. But you do your job and you and you do it well because the place needs us to do our jobs well. But. I will not be Don's replacement. Yeah. Uh, tough situation, obviously, there. Yeah. And uh, you know what? We discussed it uh, on – what day was that, Brendan? I'm trying to think of – was it on Monday's show that we – I can't even remember where we were on Monday. No, we – no, we, we were a best of on we, Monday. We were so. a best of – which, by the way, Elliot, a best of Oilers now is considered an oxymoron, kind of like military intelligence. I was going to say, like, what do you do for the other hour and 50 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Honest politician. Uh, you know, all those great tech. By the way, how did your event at Western Ontario go? You know, it went it went really well. Um, so uh, so I got to tell you, like, for those of you who listen to the show, like, you know, Bob, he's got total recall, right? So last Friday when I did the show, I just gotten off the train to go up to London for what's called their seventh man dinner. The seventh man is their alumni group that raises money. And this year was to raise money for a scholarship for one player. And I was in there with a guy named Jeff Petrie. You all heard it, who played for the Mustangs, not that Jeff Petrie used to play for the Oilers. And uh, like when I got off the phone, he was like, how does that guy know everything about our games against the University of Alberta? You blew them away. I have to say, Mr. Stock. Well, it was a great event. I had a great time. Well, you know what? Uh, five years from now, I'll forget about Connor McDavid getting 3-3-6 three, three, and six and Drysaddle getting five. So. Yes. Because I'm like, oh, Sam Gagne hit. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, i got to well, tell you, last night I, yeah. I was watching your game. I was convinced in the second intermission the worst he was going to do was tie the record. 
yeah. and not Sam Gagne's record. I'm talking Daryl Sittler's record. Didn't get on the ice much. No, and you know what? That's fine. Like I, yeah, I, I saw what was going on. I'm yeah. fine with that. But yeah. like that was one of those nights where you're because Daryl Sittler always talked about. Like, have you ever read any yeah. interviews with Sittler? Sure. Tell, about tell that a story. Night? Tell a story. So he talks about how everything he touched that night was going in. And the 10th point bounced in off another defenseman. And watching McDavid last night, everything he touched was going in or something was good was happening. And I swear to God, in that second intermission, I, I was sitting there. I, I, I said to someone, I was texting my coworkers, and I was like, you better turn on the others because he's going to threaten Gretzky tonight. And when he didn't, they were all like, thanks for bugging us. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, it was interesting because right after they got the game tying 1-1 goal, the Nugent Hopkins goal on the McDavid drop pass, uh, Cassian hit him with a uh, a touch pass in front of the net on a two-on-two, and he almost deflected that one home. Um, and I think Connor only played five shifts in the third period. And that's the other thing is Dave Tippett can appreciate the situation. And let's not forget, uh, with Boston, when Sittler got the 10, I watched that game live. If I'm not mistaken, they had, like, their third-string goaltender in as well. And yeah, well, it was, it was a guy named Dave Reese who never played in the NHL another game and didn't talk about it. I don't think he ever did an interview about it really until the Maple Leaf Gardens closed. Like, he – that scarred him for a long time, unfortunately – uh, it, he was really tormented by that night. Uh, I read a tweet that uh, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey put out. We have David on the show once every couple of weeks. He's got some really interesting perspectives. Just quoting numbers, like Gretzky had 63 points in 21 games back in the 80s one year, but the Oilers had 120, like 125 or 126 goals at that stage. Like the Oilers are only at 66 goals here, and Drysaddle's got 41 points through 20 games, 21 games. First time a guy's had 40 plus points in 21 games to start the year since Mario Lemieux. That's crazy what's going on right now, isn't it? Well, you know what? They're great players. And, you know, I think that, you know, in Toronto, I was asked this morning about McDavid and Drysaddle. And, you know, I think it's obvious this year that those two guys have taken another step. And, you know, I, like I think with McDavid in particular, um, you know, he, he, you guys don't need me to tell you all the rumors that were going on all summer, that he was hurt worse than everybody was letting on, that um, the Oilers and the McDavid camp weren't seeing eye to eye on his medicals, that he wasn't going to start the year. And I am still convinced, Bob, he did not start the year 100%. I'm and, with you. And, I'm with you. And, and you look at the way he plays, is playing, and you look at the way Dreisaitl is playing, just in all situations, the ice time that the two of them are both taking. Uh, you know, look, we know that the Oilers roster, it, it, when you guys are ready to contend for Stanley Cups, that roster is going to be changed from what it is now. And, you know, what I saw in the first month of the season from Sidney Crosby when Malkin was out, he, he willed the Pittsburgh Penguins along with him. And I think that McDavid and Dreisaitl are doing that in Edmonton. They have willed the others along with them. I think we know it's going to be a battle to make the playoffs for you guys still. But the reason you're in the race is because those two guys have willed the group out there. And that's what great players and great leaders do. Now, that said, Elliot, the Oilers are second in the league on the power play, fourth in PK. They're not getting yep. bottom six production, but they are getting good penalty killing, and their goaltenders have 
you know, they've they've got a split, which you need in the Western Conference with the travel. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, Tippett's handling of those guys has uh, helped out as well. I just want to, uh, Zach Cassian's an unrestricted free agent. You know that uh, the good teams were looking at adding him last year at the deadline. Uh, Nashville, San Jose, teams like that would have made sense for Zach Cassian. Mm-hmm. Um, how about that hit last night on, oh, on McKinnon? That was that was throwback, right? Yes. Like you know, you know which team, you know, like how many teams do you see now where that hit gets made? Islanders do that. Vegas does that. How many other teams really do that? Right. Tom Wilson does that. You got to be able um, to skate to make that hit, Elliot. Absolutely, and you know what? You also got to know. Like, he, he knew what McKinnon was going to do. Like, if he's off on that one by, uh, I don't know, like, how easy would that hit have been to get wrong, to make that a knee-on-knee or a headshot or anything like that? Like, he did it perfectly. And uh, it was a hell of a play. And, you know, I, I, the, the thing is, Cassian, look, I, I'm not telling you anything you guys don't know. He's always been a highly regarded talent, a very highly regarded talent. And, you know, he, he talked this year about how his life was different. I hope that stays the same for the rest of his uh, rest of his time. Um, I just think that's going to be the only question anyone has, is, is, is he still on the good path? And other than that, I don't think there's any other questions. Well, he's an unrestricted free agent, and there's lots of teams that would have interest in him because of the player he can be, and maybe we're seeing the player he can be. Seven goals, 15 points, 21 games, plus 12. Uh, you know, he can fight when he... Hey, give Matt Calvert credit, too. But that's Matt Calvert. Matt, 100%. He, he, punches, 100%. he punches above his weight class. All yep. right, so let's get to some quick hitters. we got Elliot Friedman for the River Cree Resort Casino on the show here. The L.A. Kings, Ilya mm-hmm. Kovalchuk. Uh, and it's not just Ilya Kovalchuk. They've already, you know, sat to Foley down for a game. He's a UFA at the end of the season. Uh, when do you think the fire sale begins in Los Angeles? Well, I, I think it's already begun, like it's underway. Like everybody knows what's available out there, right? Everybody knows that Tyler Toffoli is available. Everybody knows that Trevor Lewis is available. Everybody knows that uh, Kovalchuk is available, that Jeff Carter is available. I think Jonathan Quick's definitely available. Like, like everybody knows who's available. And it's just a matter of do the Kings get what they want? And, you know, this is a team, I think, that would like to add uh, high picks, first to third rounds. And that's, I think, what they're looking for. And uh, But, like, like, I don't think the fire sale is, it's not a question of the fire sale started. It started. I think it's just a matter of do they get the prices that they want. Is there any possibility that Kovalchuk terminates the deal? I, I think the only way he would terminate the deal is if you know the money was coming from somewhere else he's got a he's not going to terminate it before december 15th he's got a big bonus payment due on december 15th and then this year after that time his salary will be a prorated 700k but next year he's at 4.25 million which is all salary so it's he's not going to do it unless um there the money's coming from somewhere else and there's another factor. I don't think the Players Association is heavily involved right now. I think the preference is to try to work out a trade. But if it, to terminate that deal, I think you'd have to have Player Association involvement because it could affect uh, other people's contracts. There's two years left in that, that deal. How long's left in the Andrew Ladd deal? 
uh, I want to say three or four. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. signed 16, 17, 17, 18, 19, and three after this one. Yeah, okay. Three after this one. All right. So that, 5. Doesn't, 5. that doesn't make sense for the Kings either, obviously. No. No. Yeah. It's inter- no, interesting, eh? Milan Lucic, Louis Erickson. Yeah. Andrew Ladd. Kyle Pozo. He's Ky- been through an awful lot. Yeah. 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 He's been through an awful lot of Pozo. But you're right. That date, uh, like, there's a lot of teams that those deals didn't work out very for very well. Elliot, I know we've sh- we've uh, we've discussed this before. I mean, I had two players from the Ducks late March tell me. Don't tell your guys not to do any. This is in 2016, okay? So the first year McDavid was an Oiler, at, and he'd been back in the lineup. You know, he came back, I think, early February after the, the shoulder injury, and two guys, one's still in the league, uh, one's in a development role in the league, and they, they said to me, Edmonton doesn't need to do anything. You guys are going to be fine here. And I bring that up because Lucic was signed and Taylor Hall was moved out, and you've been all over the Taylor Hall story. Um, I could have sworn I heard them boo him when he had the puck in the final minute of the game, and then you know he had a puck heel off his uh, stick, and it ended up uh, Pajot. And we're going to talk about Pajot too. Pajot puts yeah. it in the empty net. But uh, what's the latest on Taylor Hall? Where's where's that heading right now? Do you think? Well, I think it's most likely heading towards a trade. Um, you know, I can't say for sure one way or the other. That was a really rough loss for New Jersey the other night. Yeah, like he just came off a, a pretty good road trip. I know you guys pounded them pretty good, but they got six out of ten points. They beat Carolina, Winnipeg, and Vancouver. Like that's a good road trip. And uh, then you go home, and you're you think you're uh, getting yourself maybe into the race, and you lose to Ottawa. I don't want to res- disrespect Ottawa because they're playing hard, but if you're the Devils and you're trying to make the playoffs, you've got to have that one. So you know, I think more likely than not, he gets dealt. I think the bigger question is how deep does Ray Shiro go on this? Um, but I, I would expect he's going to get traded. All right. Jean Gabriel Pajot. I believe yeah. he was available last year coming off the torn Achilles. You know mm-hmm. I've loved this guy. He, I think he's, you know, I look at, uh, at Ryan O'Reilly and say, well, that guy's the best second-line center in the NHL. And people are like, what are you talking about? He's St. Louis's first-line center. Shen's their second-line center. But mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Shen's in a more yeah. offensive. I look at Pajot. I know he's basically playing second-line minutes in Ottawa right now. He mm-hmm. is the perfect third-line center. He is a UFA. Um, let's, you know, do you think he's a guy that gets moved there, or do you think the Sens, because he's a local boy, get him re-signed? Well, I, I think I think the Senators will take a run at, re- at getting them re-signed. Like the one thing is, like last year was such a circus in Ottawa between Stone and Duchesne and Dzingel. You know, one thing they are trying to do at this particular time is they don't want a day-to-day circus like they had last year. So they're really trying to clamp down the information. Uh, I do think they will take a run at trying to re-sign them. Um, you know, I, I always wonder in these situations if you're Ottawa, you say is there a way we can work out nudge, nudge, wink, wink, and you come back in the summer and we can add to our prospect pool. But that's always a risk. Yeah. But I do think that they will take a run at re-signing. I mean, like, you know, even when you're, you know, like eventually Ottawa's going to try to be good again, right? And when you try to be good, you know, you can really use, we could really use a player like that. Oh, we had him and we traded him away. So I do think at the very least they're going to make an effort to keep him. He's having an un- he's plus 19. Like he's yeah. having an unbelievable year. Athens yeah, is minus 22 and his contracts up at the end of this year. Yeah. 
and I think and I think he's a player that would be available too. See, and I'd have time. I, I would guess. I would have time for him because he can fly, and it's a skate. Oh game. yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. He's a hell of a skater. No question about that. Now, Elliot, uh, you worked on the CFL and CBC package for years. Yeah. We have the Eskimos in the Eastern Conference Final. Yes. John Shannon was joking yesterday. It would be, you know, if the Eskimos won that, Jason Kenney could have fun with, you know, Edmonton representing the East yet again or something to that effect. <laughs> but, sure. uh, it sounds like Jason Kenney's having a lot of fun these days. Yes, it's gone well for him. We'll have to have him on the show one of these days. I'm sure he's a big fan. Uh, anyhow, uh, who do you got this weekend between Saskatchewan and Winnipeg and the uh, the, the Eskimos and the Ticats? Well, I, I like, uh, you know, Saskatchewan's at home, right? Yes. You're picking against Saskatchewan at home? I'm not. <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. I mean, like that's you know. But you know what? I I kind of I kind of want to see an all Western Grey Cup. You know your so scoring point. Your scoring the, points as you speak. You know that, right? You know, I gotta tell you, like I I'm not interested in just doing. I'm not saying that because I'm on Edmonton radio show. As you know, Bob, I like to poke at you, so yep. it would be easy for me to pick Hamilton. But you know what? I don't think it's bad that uh, like in a league where the West is the true heart of the Canadian Football League, for those fans to be rewarded once in a while with that. Yeah. No, I uh, I would like nothing more to see the Eskimos play the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the Grey Cup in Calgary. That would be the ultimate poetic justice, I, I <laughs> say. Uh, by the way, the Purple Ponies last weekend. In oh, fun- yeah, we caught it up in the Yates Cup, eh? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, when the quarterback got hurt, because the quarterback got knocked out of the game, yeah. But uh, but I will tell you this: the the morning show host in uh, Toronto, and uh, one of our hosts is uh, Mike Zigamanis, yeah, the former NHLer who is now an assistant coach with the U of T Blues, and he saw me wearing that Western jersey on on the podcast the other day, the picture that Jeff Merrick sent out. So Western and U of T are uh, playing tomorrow night in hockey. And uh, the losers got to wear the other schools. So I got to wear a U of T jersey if uh, U of T wins. And they're the favorite in their homes. So the odds are against me, but I believe in the purple power. They're, they're, well, uh, I'll stick with my Golden Bears, at least in yes. hockey. At least in hockey. I, I, I got a good chance most nights. Yes, you do. Uh, there was one more thing. Hey, uh, have you found a backup goalie for the Maple Leafs yet? No. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you, I really think I am surprised that they have not taken a look at a guy with local connections, and that's Eric Conlon. Hmm. And the reason reason I'm surprised is uh, apparently he has a relationship with Anderson. They know each other. I think the guy is ready to play. I think Arizona would make the move. Now, maybe Chaika's trying to hold Dubas hostage, but I've heard that Toronto really hasn't poked at that one too much. But, you know, to me, they're going to... It looks like Cascasuo is going to make his NHL debut tomorrow night in Pittsburgh. That's kind of the way it normally... If you look at Babcock's rotation, that's the way it goes, but... I am surprised they haven't taken a look at least at Conley. And you know, I like to have some fun as well with you, and specifically Toronto. You got to tell yes. them, you got everybody to tell everybody they're rocks. They got a hell of a team. They got a good team. They'll be fine. The Leafs. You know, I got to tell you, a great teams have it. You know, it's hard to describe what it is. Yeah. Like they don't have it right now. That's what they're missing. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks. Uh, the folks of River Cree think you have it. <laughs> and uh, we'll try to stay out of the you-know-what that rhymes with it here on this show, okay? Yeah. All right, good stuff, Bob. Have a great week. Yeah, absolutely. That is Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers.
want to tell you about Brent Ridge Ford, where cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. You can get a no-charge winter package on most cars, trucks, and SUVs. I bumped into Uncle Milt today at our event and uh, switched out, and I'm now into a 2020. Wow. The Barbara Walter Special. Uh, they've got uh, some significant rebates on 2020s and 2019s on F-150s. Brent Ridge is an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. You can reach Brent Ridge Ford out in Wetasco. And again, cars cost less in Wetasco. one 877 3673 or visit. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Brentridge.com. We'll get to a couple texts when we come back on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. So I got the global news in the studio here, and like two of the three guys on the desk are full on in beards. Brendan, am I missing something? Like, that that's a lot of guys. Like, you know. <laughs> so that's got to be Kent and Jesse, I would assume. Yeah, Kent they, Morris and, and Jesse. And they both, they're both sporting the full on beards. Mm-hmm. I mean. They look like Global's version of uh, Joe Thornton and Brent Burns, just a little bit more scaled back. Times are changing in the you're, television industry. You know, Tattoos, beards. Your good friend, Tony Brar. Tony he, Brar, that's he, right. He's got a styling beard going mm-hmm. on. Great guy, by the way. Great addition uh, to the Oilers web team. So, solid dude. This is Oilers now. Temperatures are dropping. It's just about that time to start thinking tropical. Forget about white snow and start doing and thinking about white sand. How about Puerto Vallarta? Jet away with 630 Chad's Jalen Nye in January on an amazing all-inclusive winter holiday tour that includes seven nights at the five-star beachfront Maravel Armory Resort, plus parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. On sale now for $2,200. Book your spot today by calling New West Travel or visiting newwesttravel.com. All right, we will take some phone calls in the second hour. We're running up against the clock here. Eileen Bell has a global news weather traffic update. Uh, then we'll get into it. We'll go interactive in hour number two in Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.